What do you do when your love life interferes with your business? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today's listener question feels really familiar to me. I feel like so many of us have been there at one point in time or another when because of whatever's going in our love life, our work life starts to suffer. We're just distracted, we're unfocused, we're less productive, we're less efficient. It just seems to happen that when the heart goes a flutter, the mind kind of goes blank sometimes. So let's dive into today's listener question and let's show her some compassion. It seems like she's a little bit worried about what we're all going to think. Here goes. Hi, Heather. Oh God, your listeners are going to have a field day with this one. I'm the girl who can't get any work done because of a boy. Seriously, I'm that pathetic of a cliche. Until three weeks ago, I was a fierce, empowered businesswoman in her second year of business. I have an online crafting website, and while it isn't bringing in the big bucks, I'm proud to be able to support myself. I was also blissfully entering the third month of a new relationship with a really great guy. He's kind, smart, and really respects what I've built for myself with my business. That was three weeks ago. Before my ex from two years ago came back into my life and disrupted everything. That man broke my heart, Heather. He crushed it, really. We were together for a year and a half before the split, and I thought we were happy. I'd started talking to my mom and girlfriends about how I thought he might be the one. Sounds so dumb to even say that now. Without warning, he ended it. He said he met someone else and couldn't stop thinking about this other person, so he wanted to be free to pursue it. I was devastated. Two weeks after that, he wanted to come back, and I couldn't have it. I told him he made his choice, and I was left to make mine. I got through those first months without him by hanging on to my mom and my friends and by focusing on my work. I'd earned a promotion at that job and was there for another year or so until my new business was able to sustain me. Now my ex is back. He says he's never forgotten me. That since our breakup, he's only been on two first dates, only to realize he wants to be with me both times. He went to therapy, has joined a fitness training group, and as he says, he faced the garbage that got in the way of being ready for me. He says he still loves me, that he never stopped. Heather, I've been a mess since his reappearance. I missed a work deadline for the first time in ages. I can't concentrate. I don't know what to say to this new guy I'm with. The fact that I'm even talking to my ex without telling him feels disloyal. If he were talking to an ex, I know I'd be hurt. I keep changing my schedule at work to make time to make sense of it, but I'm losing my schedule, my structure, and my mind. I cry, I'm anxious, and I'm lost. My ex said his piece and said I deserve time to think it through. He left me with the apology that I wanted years ago from him. He acknowledged the assault on my senses and how I was sucker punched. He volunteered to share what he learned in therapy, but I declined. I'm not sure what to do. I'm pissed at him for disrupting my work. I'm embarrassed that as a business owner, suddenly a man has come into my life and I can't keep it together. I don't know what to do or how to figure out what I want. I need to find my balance again. I want to be the boss of my business, but now I need help being the boss of my life too. I'm not sleeping. My eating's all screwed up. I keep crying. I feel anxious most of the time. I thought I left all of that behind me. Is the fact that these things are back a sign that he's just bad for me? If it is a sign, why am I not just telling him to go to hell? 
I need you to help me get a sense of order over this. I just need control. Please just tell me what to do. Whew, girlfriend, take a breath and go a little bit easy on yourself here for a second, okay? This is a lot for you to take in. And this idea or this story that you have, that now that you're a business owner, you shouldn't be flustered when your personal life gets a little bit messy, that because you're the boss of your business, you should be able to kind of keep your nose to the grindstone and stay on task. It's absurd. This is like when it comes down to it, this is just your new job. And at your last job, my guess is you forced yourself to focus because you were accountable to your boss. One of the things you leave behind when you start your own business is that necessary mandatory accountability. You don't have to be accountable to anybody and you do when life happens get to change and shift your schedule so that you can make room for it that's one of the reasons why we do this for you life happening is this messy thing in your relationship and you're making yourself this walking cliche by saying oh a boy came into my life and now suddenly i can't focus that's not what the story is that's not at all what the story is the story is is somebody significant in your past who hurt you, who caused damage, has come back and apologized and is saying he's done the work necessary to deserve and earn a second chance with you. You're not the girl who's losing her mind because of a boy. You're in a deep moment of being human with another human. It wasn't easy for him to come back. I'm sure he had to put all of that stuff from his past on the table, or at least it sounds like from your letter, be prepared to do it. And he showed up as openly and as honestly as he could. And he did the thing I talk about on the show all the time, right? He communicated transparently to you. He told you what you want what he wanted you to think, and then he's left you with what you need to think about. Now, here's the thing. Of course, it's going to cause disruption. Of course, you're going to be scattered. You deeply, deeply loved him, and you were ready for the relationship he's offering you now two years ago. So, of course, if he suddenly becomes the guy, the, the one who's capable, who can talk to you, who can communicate, who can own his stuff, of course, it's going to give you moment of pause. But the other thing here is that it brings back all the hurt. As soon as, I don't know how he popped back into your orbit, if it was on Facebook or an email or on text message, but as soon as that name comes up on your screen, you're in it again, almost like that PTSD response. And I'm not comparing your, you know, your heartache to someone's legitimate trauma in, you know, clinical PTSD, but you are brought back to the scene of the crime. The time when you thought your future might be starting to get mapped out only for some stupid, like, reason out of nowhere, you lose it. And you built yourself back up. And then suddenly there's this potential like landmine that could blow it all to hell because now you're in the driver's seat and you have choices to make. So the first thing that I would try to do for yourself is stop trying to figure out your personal life and your business life and some hodgepodge 
mashup. That's what's making you crazy right now. It sounds very frenetic. It sounds very unstructured and it sounds very disorganized. Now that life is happening, you're probably not going to need tons of time, but you need some time. So why don't you look at the next two weeks, look at your work schedule, what absolutely positively has to get done, schedule those things in. Recognize that because you're easily distracted, because you're running on empty, because you're tired, make sure you you give yourself some extra time. If it normally takes you an hour to do a task, maybe you give yourself an hour and a half or something. Go easy on yourself. And then look at once you make that stuff in your schedule, what kind of free time do you have? The first thing I want you to do is go back to basics. Make sure you're drinking a lot of water and you're hydrating yourself. Work on getting regular, consistent sleep. Force yourself to eat good, nutrient-rich food because a little bit of what's happening is you might be affecting your own brain chemistry because you're not sleeping, you're not eating, and then you're anxious as anything and you're crying all over the place. So it's just, it's nutrients and hydration going out and nothing coming back in. So we gotta help you find your equilibrium a little bit. And then the next thing, and this is, you know, it's so funny, is if this were happening happening to me, the first thing I would be doing is probably getting on the phone with my girlfriends and telling them what had happened. But my guess is you've probably already done that. And, you know, the, the horn has been blown and everybody knows that this guy has come back. The first thing I actually would do is schedule some time by yourself. Um, this is all drama, right? It's it's like, you know, like the, the best form of reality television, right? With all the drama and the, the you know, the most shocking ending ever, right? Um, we got to calm the sense of drama down. We got to calm the sense of life or death that you have to decide now. You have to know now. The new guy has to know now. You have to just immediately know the way you want the rest of your life to go. It doesn't work that way. This guy took two years to come back to you. He can wait. And if he's that like personally developed, if he's worked on himself that much, he knows you deserve time. And if you need to, so that you can take the pressure off yourself, tell him so. Simply message him and say, I'm giving what you said serious thought and consideration. Regardless of what I decide about what happens next, I will be back in touch with you. But for now, just let there be silence while I figure out my own voice and my own decision. And I would take that time. You know, three months with the new guy, I think you have to sit on your conscience a little bit because I know a lot of people who would say you're three months in, you're not cheating with your ex, you're not being disloyal, you don't owe this new guy any explanation. And then I can also see like my conscience kicking in and if I knew that I'd be hurt if he was doing the same thing, I'd want to know. My guess is you need to tell him that this has happened, that you really enjoy him, that you're really loving where the two of you are, you're excited about it, but this new thing is happening and you have to kind of make sense of it and that you're going to, you know, clue him in as much as possible, but that like you just need to take some time. That it's a dicey situation and I can see pros and cons for telling the new guy and not telling the new guy, but 
Anytime I'm unsure about what to do, I always vote for honesty. It does mean that the new guy may say, hey, if you're looking backwards, you're not ready for me. I'm moving on. And you might be taking that risk. But because you're not immediately like jumping at me with a hell no to the X, because you're not like saying, I can't believe he's come back and I just want to focus on my future. And I can't, you know, you're not just sitting here saying like, I, I can't forget my past. You're saying, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I think I'm just an anxious crying mess. So my guess is the ex still has some sort of significance for you. You may not still be in love with him or you may just not know whether or not you're in love with him, but whatever. You're not immediately saying no and running away and saying like, how dare he come back? So if it's that kind of significance, I, I would talk to the talk to the new guy about it and see if, you know, see if you can just Keep the communication open and honest so that you can feel like you're moving through the world with integrity. The next thing I want you to do before you think about what it is you want or your reaction to him coming back or any of this, I'd like you to absorb his apology. I'd like you to spend some time sitting and thinking about what that is like for you. To hear someone say, you deserved better. This was all me. I'm sorry. Simply because he wasn't capable of doing it at the time, part of why you got so screwed up back then, part of why that heartbreak hurt you so deeply is because you didn't get the apology, you didn't get the answer, and then two weeks later, he was back as like, you know, like some college kid. I don't know how old you are, but like it totally sounds like a college kid story where it's like, oh, I met this girl, I needed to make sure that I was really sure, and oh, well, I pursued that, and now, you know, hello, would you just take me back two weeks later? You know, but it sounds like this guy did some work since, but you needed him to have done that work when he was with you. And because he didn't do that work, you were left heartbroken and hurt. You're getting a need met. You're getting it met two years late. It doesn't have to be two years too late, though, because I do think apologies, when they're delivered in that heartfelt way, when they're delivered that clearly and that directly, I think they can heal. Because I think part of what's disrupting your equilibrium right now is all of the old hurts coming back. And you can accept his apology and still say no to a future with him. You can still decide that you want to see where it goes with this new guy. But I want you to just absorb the apology. And if you need to do that by sitting and thinking, if you need to do it by writing, if you need to sort of write him a letter you never send, but to somehow take the time to take in his apology. I don't hear anywhere in your letter that you think this is bullshit, that you think he's just talking a talk. It seems to me that you get that this is genuine, that he really did show up for himself in his life, and now he's showing up for you. So take in that apology from someone who's done the work because that can help you heal. Then the next step, and this is messy, um, and it's not, it's not a clear line, my friend. I, I can't tell you what to do here. All I can tell you is how do you come to know your heart? 
Because the first thing that happens when we get our hearts broken is we guard up and we wall off, right? Like it's it's like, oh, I'm never going to let that happen to me again. So we, we pretend to not care. We cover it up. Sometimes the hurt just kind of scabs over. And sometimes like new love comes along, heals it and creates something better for it. But you're not going to know what it is your heart really wants, thinks, or feels until you let down the armor, until you open yourself up to not knowing, to questioning, and to wondering. That's why the first step is to absorb the apology and allow some healing to come in. And then I really kind of think you have to close your eyes, take some deep breaths, and really listen to yourself. See what you think. Because this guy in front of you now, this ex of yours, he's not the same man that you were in love with a couple of years ago. The man you were in love with a couple of years ago, however he showed up for you, however he spent time with you, whatever that relationship was like, you were in that relationship with someone who hadn't had the self-awareness to know what happens next, who didn't have communication skills, who wasn't capable of doing these things. So how else has he changed? How else have you changed now? that you've become a business person. This isn't about two people getting back together because two years have passed. It's two different people dating again, getting to know one another again, because the woman he loves was still in a nine to five job. He doesn't know the woman who at some point in time plugged her, you know, plugged her nose, closed her eyes, took a deep breath and jumped into the deep end of the pool and ran her own business. Does he like that woman? Can he handle that woman? Does he respect the independence? Does he get who you are, what you do, and why it's important to you? And what do you think about what he's been up to? Are his values reflective of who you are? That's the kind of stuff you want to spend some time thinking about before you even proceed forward. This isn't about like, you know, the the in love jaded woman from two years ago getting back together with the commitment phobic guy who finally figured out he's ready to make a commitment. This is two people who have done some growth who have to figure out whether or not they want to hang out again. Now, the next question before you decide whether or not you want to pursue it with this guy, before you decide whether or not you're interested in him, is does this person have one more chance to break your heart? Because there are no guarantees here, my friend. You guys, he could be well-intentioned. He could really genuinely still believe himself to be in love with you, want a relationship with you, but you have no idea what's going to happen next. And he could hurt you again. Or maybe he's going to be as in love with you as he's ever been and you're going to hurt him. There's no guarantees that just because it's the second time around, it doesn't end the first the way the first time ended. And I know enough about people in human relationships is that sometimes they don't get a second chance. That like, it's like, yep, I might get hurt again, but I'm never going to be hurt by you again. So then you have to decide if given what he's put you through already, if you're willing to bet your heart on him again, if you're willing to take a chance and to say yes to not know because some of the things that bound you, that connected you, that you were attracted to, that you fell for, you still believe are there. 
And then you got to decide what the heck you're going to do with the new guy. It's only three months in, but you like him. He gets your business. You seem to have connected. It sounds like it's kind of easy because three months in, I promise you, it should still be easy. You have to decide if you're willing to let this guy go in order to look backwards. Because I promise you, juggling the two will not work and it makes everything messier. So you have to decide for yourself like how much you're willing to risk for the guy who hurt you. And as I walk you through this, I hope you see and hear how complicated this is, how deeply human you are in this right now, that this is a human experience. And to tell yourself that because you're the boss of the business, you should just know this, be able to compartmentalize, figure it out and move around your day is nonsense. It just doesn't work that way. It's not always that easy. So you have to give yourself time and permission to sort of power through. But when you are at work, you have to be at work. And the best way to manage that is when you look at the time and say, yes, this guy is back. Yes, I have things to figure out, but now's not the time to do it. I'm going to be figuring it out when. And that's why after you're done looking at all the things for your work that absolutely need to be done, you're also specifically going to schedule time to do this work in this project process that I'm walking you through. And you can't fill up every free hour with this. It can't be either work or figuring out your love life. You cannot lose yourself to this man again. That is also really important. So whatever you have going on in your life that's allowed you to have balance, if you're working out regularly, if you have hobbies and activities, if you see your girlfriends regularly, if you're in contact with your family, you cannot make this an all or nothing thing and get caught up in that like never ending life ending drama that every this guy has taken two years to come back you can take time to do this right without sacrificing yourself but you got to show yourself some compassion to recognize that like what we're talking about here could really actually impact the rest of your life. It deserves your time and attention. And because you've made the investment in yourself and building your own business, you have built a life that allows you that flexibility. That is a gift, my friend. That's nothing to put yourself sort of bound to expectations around you. This is the time to take advantage of the free time you need to figure out what's right for you. And then when you get really still with yourself, my story is, you know, my story is you already know whether or not that door is shut or whether or not he opened it simply by coming back. But you can trust yourself with the choice as to whether or not you're walking through the door by going through the process, by not rushing it, by not being impulsive, by going into it eyes wide open. This isn't two people getting back together. These are two new people starting to date again to see if they can create a new connection, a better connection. Because if you do that, you're going to need to know who you are now. You're going to need to know what your needs are in a relationship, what your expectations are in a relationship, and what you're going to need going forward. And you're going to need to be able to communicate that either to your ex or to the new guy. 
to say, this is who I am. This is what I need. Do you accept these needs? And can we see what happens next? I know I, I hear the story. I'm looking at your letter as I talk to you. And your story is, you know, you're the girl and the boy came back and suddenly everything went to hell in a handcart. I really, really want you to see that you were in a moment of being human and a moment that every boss at some point in time or another is going to find themselves in. You know, I was just talking to somebody last week who was in an intense conflict with her mother. And that was the thing that was taking over her business. You know, a, a month or so ago, it was, you know, somebody who was having a fight with their best friend. So you have to recognize that like this thing called life is messy. And we have a lot of broken parts and we have some cracked parts and we have healed parts, but the scabs are still there. And what you're doing and what you're going through is totally okay. Don't feel small or belittled simply because you got off track because you have the skill set necessary to get back on track. I hope this helps you. I hope you show yourself some compassion. Get some sleep. Make sure you're drinking plenty of water. It sounds like so cliche, but I got to tell you, I can't tell you how much time I work with people on an interpersonal level. And we find that they have the beginning symptoms of dehydration. And that all that does is cost you mental focus, cost you attention. So make sure you're drinking plenty of water and eating and taking care of you. Don't leave you on the side of the road with this. So however you have built your life to be this happy, this confident, and this focused before the ex came back, you can't sacrifice those things simply because he came back. You still have to focus on yourself. You still have to choose you and remind yourself you are on nobody's timeline but your own. If your ex can't wait a week or two, then he probably hasn't done the personal development he really needs to. If the new guy doesn't understand that this is something you kind of have to give attention to, he might not be the right guy for you either because this is just what happens. Relationships are messy sometimes and you need to do do it in the way that's the most authentic for you, the most genuine for you that you can sleep at night with. The answer that gives you the most peace is the answer that's right for you. I can't tell you what to do here, but I do believe that if you kind of walk yourself through this process, if you show yourself some compassion and you give yourself permission to take your time, you're going to find the answer that's right for your heart, right for your mind, right for your life, and right for your business. I wish you all the best of luck. I promise you that all the other listeners have lives just as messy as yours. It may not involve the ex coming back, but they have their own share of drama too. And we're all in it together and we're in it with you. Thanks so much for reaching out with your letter. I hope this helps. If anybody else has a question that they'd like my two cents on, I promise you the best pod comes from the best questions. Please get your question in. You can always find me over at Heather at Choose to have it all.com. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.